Back out in St. Paul, Minnesota legislative session gaveled in yesterday. And, of course, uh, with all eyes going on out there, I wanted to see what we should be watching for. And to do that, we reached out to the Senate Minority Leader, uh, Senator Mark Johnson, East Grand Forks, District 1. Senator Johnson, welcome back to Afternoons Live. How you been? Hey, Tyler. Wonderful, wonderful. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, you know, obviously we've had <laughs> such a mild winter, and uh, it's been pleasant that way. Uh, but I'm looking at the fact that it's already February 2024, and uh, you guys yeah. and gals are back out in uh, St. Paul getting after it already. You bet, you bet. We just fired up yesterday uh, down in St. Paul here at the Capitol. Pretty light day yesterday. Yeah. Not, not a lot that, that really hit the floor, but, uh, yeah, we're underway now for another, oh, I suppose, we'll – Possibly up till May 20th of this year, we'll be uh, working down here. Yeah, yesterday was pretty much moving day, as I always referred to, at least on the North Dakota side. <laughs> it's a good term. Yeah, yeah uh, I like remember, that. remember, this is where your restroom is. Here's your office. One of those. Uh, you guys get that every year. We only had it every other year, so we we have shorter memories. But uh, you know, oh man, th- there was a lot done last year. Agree with it, disagree with it. it there was just a lot to be following along uh, with that legislative session, and now, of course. This year, people are wondering, uh, okay, I've got my eye on this, i got my eye on that. I'm curious, as the Senate yep. Minority Leader, what are the few items that you're really saying, we've got to get this done or we've got to prevent this from being done? Well, the reality this year is uh, there isn't a whole lot that we need to get done down here, and which is trouble for Minnesota because once you get a bunch of legislators in the room, they're going to find solutions to problems that don't really exist yet. So. Uh, one of the big things that, that we could be doing this year is a bonding bill. Uh, that's that's where the state puts on the credit card, you know, projects like uh, roads, bridges, streets, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, so that's one of the bills that, that typically is done on what we do a, a, on a non-budgetary year. We, we did all the budgets for the agencies and the state gov yes, uh, last year. Uh, but this year, those, those types of items usually fall off. Uh, they might do a supplemental budget, but... Uh, it doesn't look like that will happen this year. Uh, but then there are a couple other smaller issues, uh, but still pretty pretty important. Uh, things like the school resource officer or the SRO issue that really came to the forefront right as school was starting this year, where wow. law enforcement was saying, hey, what, what do we do? We've got a double standard here in their classrooms. Our officers might not be able to actually enforce some of the policies within the school without incurring some liability. And so you saw schools like Moorhead having to pull out their SROs for a little while until they were able to figure that out. And, and that's a legislative fix that I hope that we can find at least some bipartisan agreement on mm-hmm. going forward. Well, and we were uh, so, follow, we were following that issue uh, in, in real time because you're, you're right, uh, Senator, that Moorhead, oh, sure. Moorhead was one, one of them. And, you know, I called on the, the attorney general saying, OK, well, can you put out an opinion uh, on whether or not uh, this occurs? <laughs> and, of course, then politicking got involved and. Uh, it seems yeah. like maybe we've got some resolution, but I think certainly just clarifying and language. I don't know how anybody could disagree with that at this point. Yeah, and what the attorney general put out on the opinion, you know, it uh, doesn't really hold water. He can say, well, this is my interpretation, but what really uh, makes a difference is whether um, when a judge actually hears it. Then no law enforcement agent wants to be that person that, that their case is the one that gets tested in front of a judge to figure out exactly what the, the law is. So um, there was a lot of confusion on that mm-hmm. one. So I think we can figure out a, a simple fix to that. Uh, th- there's a few items as well. I, you already touched on the bonding bill, but I've already got messages coming in from listeners uh, wondering <laughs> about a variety. Of th- I'm sure you're shocked. People are curious about And uh, 
This one, I'm sure, is probably one that you get thrown a lot because we you know we just are, are coming off the end of a Super Bowl in which it was in Las Vegas. Gambling was everywhere. <laughs> let me guess. Let yeah, me guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm walking you right into this one, Senator. And, and people are talking about, right. well, they have all the ads. The FanDuel ads, all these things, yet it's not legal yep. in certain states. And uh, here's a message for you. It wasn't the first question, but I'm going to get this. Tyler, what about sports betting and getting it legalized yeah. and use it to cut down income tax comes in as a solution on, on the back end. So let's start sure. with the first about uh, any movement on legalizing sports betting. Yeah, that, that's really a, uh, a hot-button issue uh, down here right now. It's being talked about a lot. Again, it's one of those issues that really doesn't come down on party lines. We've got some in our caucus that's for it, some that are against it, same on the, the Democrat side. Uh, but really there are some unique interests within Minnesota. The, the tribal interests who want exclusivity, that means that nobody else can have the right to, to have these gaming operations except for our tribal uh, entities here. In the state of Minnesota, well, there are a number of people that disagree and think, you know, other places around Minnesota should have this too. Why, why just these sovereign tribes get them? Uh, other things, you know, we've got uh, the racetracks here in town, uh, running aces and Canberra, places like that, that want to see some of that action as well. Uh, there's a, a, a little kitchen there too about uh, charitable gaming that needs a fix that would be part of this package. And then you talk about tax revenue, and, and pretty much all the parties agree that that although there would be some tax revenue generated, it really wouldn't be enough to sustain any sort of uh, significant budget increase going forward. So there's it's just such a complex puzzle right now. You know, there's a lot of momentum, mm-hmm. so I give it a 50-50 chance, but we're one of maybe 13 states that currently don't have some form of sports betting. and. Uh, the, I think it's inevitable, but I yeah. don't know if we're quite there yet. Well, uh, and I can vouch on the North Dakota side. Uh, in my time in the North Dakota Senate, when we were debating whether or not the e-pull tab should be allowed in certain ah, areas, sure. you know, I mean, we, our tribal neighbors, you know, with the, the casino area here saying, look, these are slot machines, and, and they're going to be everywhere. Yep. That's going to impact us. And you're looking back on the, the changes that happened in North Dakota. It did dramatically change. And now every single establishment, even some sure. restaurants, have those slot machines in it. It has. So I, it is a lot more complex than just, yep, have at it, boys and girls. Uh, but I'm glad. It's, yeah, you've been it's, right through the middle of it. Yeah. That's a lot of the exact same in- things that, that we're dealing with. So that's, that's funny to, to compare notes on those. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, and it's understandable. I, I don't fault uh, them for saying, look, you know, that this is kind of what we've got going here. At least give us a portion of the, the opportunity to make sure you're not taking it from us, excluding. But. I'll let you guys deal with that on the Minnesota side. Uh, here, another question we'll, for you. Oh, we'll take any any yeah. tips that you've got. We'll take any tips. Well, there's there's questions of whether or not we got it right over here. I know uh, certainly the establishments are happy because there's foot traffic coming through, uh, but uh, the the impact on the negative side is certainly noted. Uh, our guest yeah, right now absolutely. is a Senate Minority Leader uh, Mark Johnson, East Grand Forks District One. Uh, somebody's coming in with this question. I'll get your. Uh, please ask uh, Senator Johnson. Why the Republicans are so worried about the flag and seal? Oh, well, that's a that's another great question. It's something that's really popped to the top uh, of our interest, too. Um, so me personally, I mean, if we need to make a change in the flag, uh, I'm not uh, absolutely opposed to that. Not, But I think what really got people ginned up across the state, and I got emails from metro area and rural area like, was simply the fact that we got cut out of the process. You know, this ended up in a in a commission 
that uh, they decided on the final design. They did the flag, and they're bringing it back and telling people, this is a flag that you're going to be flying. And so it really felt like, man, we, we got cut out of it. Our, our constituents got cut out of the process of this one. The very minimum would be, let, let's come back to the legislature and have a vote on that so the representatives of the people have an opportunity to say, yeah, this is a, a flag that our people can get behind or, or not. And so that's, I get the question that the, the texter is, is bringing over, but uh, I think that's really the rub of, of this whole process was Minnesota got cut out and here we have a, a, a appointed panel by mostly the governor uh, that really set the flag and the design and, and took away a lot of our history that, that was represented in that as well. So um, I re- you know, whether it passed or not, I'm okay, but yeah. uh, I wish the process would have been much different. I recall when we did uh, some of the changes here to the, the license plate in North Dakota, the uproar that happened at that immediate oh, time sure. uh, because, well, people said, this change is ugly. It's boring. Uh, and now it's it's not even a topic of conversation. I, I, I suspect, I, I know it's yeah. that hot button. I understand the, the input, and I understand people saying, well, okay, well, this is kind of boring of a flag. I've had my yeah. opinions on it as well. <laughs> uh, but I, I think, you know, hey, everybody will, will calm down, and then uh, if nothing does change a year from now, it's going to be just one of those flash-in-the-pan moments. Yeah. Uh, and if you look at the if you look at the difference between the flag and the seal, if you look mm-hmm. at the seal, the seal is actually kind of cool. I, yeah. I I like the way that that turned out. They could have done some things different, yeah. I, I guess. But the seal, it kind of represents Minnesota. Yeah, I, and I think that has been echoed from my Repu- or my uh, my Democratic friends as well. But uh, <laughs> I, my gut tells me we're going to be stuck with it, Senator. But I'll be watching along. Final final question I have for you. Uh, legalized marijuana was passed uh, last session. Uh, we have, I think, August coming up. Do we feel comfortable on the legislative side where things are as of now? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. It, You know, when you go through that law, I mean, it's such an extensive law change in Minnesota right now. I think there are something like 14 different permits and licenses that you can get through that law. Our communities are still up in the air on, well, what can we do? How can we actually implement this in our town? You know, the industry is is far advanced, so they are trying all sorts of different loopholes and different things already within communities. And so it just, it seems like a, uh, it's adding headache to uh, our cities and then also our law enforcement aspects. And man, we really got cut out of that debate. The Republicans in the Senate and the House uh, were cut out. They're was no compromising it was like moses coming down from the mountain and here is the law that we will have and that's what got passed without hardly any amendments to it is there going to be so there's oh, so many areas we could have dealt with it but. is there going to be another go to change anything i mean you talk about amendments but i mean is there going to be yeah it seems like you know that the, the horse is out of the barn to, to pull that old saying out precisely that, yeah so i mean it's here yep. and i get questions Anytime we brought this up to Tyler, where can I get it in Moorhead? Well, I don't know. It's not there yet, but <laughs> the people are wondering, and they're not all uh, Minnesota yeah. residents. I'll assure you that, Senator. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and I get that. And, and so you're right. I mean, this polls very well, too, within the state. Should you legalize uh, recreational marijuana? And it, it polls well, so there's no – I don't think it's going to be something that we can put back uh, again. But uh, I think there are some adjustments that we should be making. Now, Democrats are not interested in that. They designed it. That's the way they want it to uh, unroll. 
and so they've got their uh, their in control of the House and the Senate and the governor's office, so they're going to run with us as long as they can. Senator, I took more of your time than what we asked for, but promise me we'll do this again. I like keeping in touch about what's going on in St. Paul. Well, thanks a lot, Tyler. I really enjoy uh, talking to you uh, and, and these interviews, so uh, anytime. Okay, well, uh, you just answer when we call. All right, appreciate your time. <laughs> good luck this session, all right? Thanks a lot. Uh, Talk to you soon. Uh, that's uh, Senate Minority Leader uh, Mark Johnson, East Grand Forks of District 1, uh, Republican on the Minnesota side of the river. I'm going to get you some of these messages. I got your comments coming in about that conversation, certainly commentary about the SNAP program and uh, how maybe I conflated it with Medicaid. I'll explain. I'll divide it all up when we come back right here on Afternoons Live.